0: Thank you for listening to You Can Read the Bible. Today is day 346. Today we begin the book of 2 Corinthians, reading chapters 1-4. through 4. Your hosts today are Dave Moore and Anita Woolley. This is the daily reader for day 346, 2 Corinthians chapters 1-4. The first letter to the church at Corinth was written, as Paul asserts today, Out of much affliction and anguish of heart, and with many tears, not to cause you pain, but to let you know the abundant love that I have for you. Remember the variety of issues within that church that it tackled. Factions had developed around different teachers, including Paul himself. Gross sexual sin was being flaunted under the guise of liberty. Even the Lord's Supper was being defiled. And the church appeared impotent to challenge any of this. The tone of this second letter is, for the most part, less confrontational. This is not to say that the Corinthians go unchallenged, and one very important and personal issue will occupy the latter half of the letter. Once we get there, you'll see how much foreshadowing Paul dropped into the earlier sections. Pay attention to Paul's assertion about his calling, as in his retort that, We are not, like so many, of god's word but as men of sincerity as commissioned by god in the sight of god we speak in christ much of today's reading is seasoned with affliction paul lets them know what he suffered in asia when his party was so utterly burdened beyond our strength that we despaired of life itself he reminds them of the aforementioned tears that he shed over them and to forgive if anyone has caused them pain. Furthermore, he witnessed to the strength that the hope of the gospel provides him. For this light momentary affliction is preparing for us an eternal weight of glory beyond all comparison, as we look not to the things that are seen, but to the things that are unseen. For the things that are seen are transient, but the things that are unseen are eternal our verse for this week is deuteronomy 6 4. Hear, o israel the lord our god the lord is one second corinthians 1 through 4. now let's read it
1: second corinthians chapter 1 paul an apostle of christ jesus by the will of god and timothy our brother to the church of god that is at corinth with all the saints who are in the whole of Achaia. Grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies and God of all comfort, who comforts us in all our affliction, so that we may be able to comfort those who are in any affliction with the comfort with which we ourselves are comforted by God. On Him we have set our hope that He will deliver us again. You also must help us by prayer, so that many will give thanks on our behalf for the blessing granted us through the prayers of many. For our boast is this, the testimony of our conscience, that we behaved in the world with simplicity and godly sincerity, not by earthly wisdom but by the grace of God and supremely so toward you. For we are not writing to you anything other than what you read and understand, and I hope you will fully understand, just as you did partially understand us, that on the day of our Lord Jesus, you will boast of us, and we will boast of you. Because I was sure of this, I wanted to come to you first, so that you might have a second experience of grace. I wanted to visit you on my way to Macedonia and to come back to you from Macedonia and have you send me on my way to Judea. Was I vacillating when I wanted to do this? Do I make my plans according to the flesh, ready to say yes, yes, and no, no at the same time? As surely as God is faithful, our word to you has not been yes and no. For the Son of God, Jesus Christ, whom we proclaimed among you, Savannas and Timothy and I, was not yes and no, but in him it is always yes. For all the promises of God find their yes in him. That is why it is through him that we utter our amen to God for his glory. And it is God who establishes us with you in Christ and has anointed us, and who has also put his seal on us and given us his spirit in our hearts as a guarantee. But I call God to witness against me. It was to spare you that I refrained from coming again to Corinth. Not that we lord it over your faith, but we work for you for your joy, for you stand firm in your faith. Second Corinthians chapter two. For I made up my mind not to make another painful visit to you. For if I cause you pain, who is there to make me glad but the one whom I have pained? And I wrote as I did, so that when I came, I might not suffer pain from those who should have made me rejoice. For I felt sure of all of you, that my joy would be the joy of you all. For I wrote to you out of much affliction and anguish of heart and with many tears, not to cause you pain, but to let you know the abundant love that I have for you. Now, if anyone has caused pain, he has caused it not to me, but in some measure, not to put it too too severely, to all of you. For such a one, this punishment by the majority is enough. So, you should rather turn to forgive and comfort him, or he may be overwhelmed by excessive sorrow. So, I beg you to reaffirm your love for him, for this is why I wrote, that I might test you and know whether you are obedient in everything. Anyone whom you forgive, I also forgive. Indeed, what I have forgiven, if I have forgiven anything, has been for your sake and the presence of Christ, so that we would not be outwitted by Satan for we are not ignorant of his designs. When I came to Troas to preach the gospel of Christ, even though a door was opened for me in the Lord, my spirit was not at rest, because I did not find my brother Titus there. So I took leave of him and went on to Macedonia. But thanks be to God, who in Christ always leads us in triumphal procession, and through us spreads the fragrance of the knowledge of him everywhere. such is the confidence that we have through christ toward god not that we are sufficient in ourselves to claim anything as coming from us but our sufficiency is from god who has made us sufficient to be ministers of a new covenant not of the letter but of the spirit for the letter kills but the spirit gives life For if what was being brought to an end came with glory, much more will what is permanent have glory. Since we have such a hope, we are very bold, not like Moses, who would put a veil over his face so that the Israelites might not gaze at the outcome of what was being brought to an end. But their minds were hardened. For to this day, when they read the Old Covenant, That same veil remains unlifted, because only through Christ is it taken away. Yes, to this day, whenever Moses is read, a veil lies over their hearts. But when one turns to the Lord, the veil is removed. Now the Lord is the Spirit, and where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. And we all, with unveiled face, beholding the glory of the Lord, are being transformed into the same image from one degree of glory to another. For this comes from the Lord, who is the Spirit. Second Corinthians chapter 4 Therefore, having this ministry by the mercy of God, we do not lose heart, but we have renounced disgraceful, underhanded ways. We refuse to practice cunning or to tamper with God's word, but by the open statement of the truth, we co- would commend ourselves to everyone's conscience in the sight of God. Light shine out of darkness, has shone in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. But we have this treasure in jars of clay to show that the surpassing power belongs to God and not to us. We are afflicted in every way but not crushed, perplexed but not driven to despair, persecuted but not forsaken, struck down but not destroyed For this light, momentary affliction is preparing for us an eternal weight of glory beyond all comparison, as we look not to the things that are seen, but to the things that are unseen. For the things that are seen are transient, but the things that are unseen are eternal.
0: Thank you for listening to You Can Read the Bible.